0: Welcome to the Divorce Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am a divorce lawyer, and author, and have been through divorce myself. I'm here to support you throughout your breakup journey. On this podcast, I will share with you my secrets and legal tips on how you can thrive through your separation in small six-minute increments. Don't do it alone. I have got you. Welcome back to another episode of the Divorce Collective Podcast. I'm so glad that you are here. My name is Carolee Fontanelli, and I am looking forward to sharing another episode with you. Before then, can you please scroll on down if you enjoy the episodes and leave a review? That would be amazing. Now, today's quick tip is all about what to say and what not to say once you have been separated. When you have separated, it can be really difficult to know what to say and what not to say and how to legally protect your position or get the desired outcome that you want, right? I've seen so many clients put their mouths in gear and say things that they really should not have. It either stirs up a hornet's nest or they've made promises that they can't possibly keep. So you do have to be careful that you don't make the separation more complicated than it needs to be. So for example, sharing details about your new life with your ex-partner, which can cause them to act out because maybe they're jealous that you're moving on, or maybe they're hurt that you're moving on. That can really cause a lot of problems for people. Also making certain promises about settlement figures and then reneging because you realize that you were too generous prior to finding out what your entitlements were and seeking legal advice. So please Go and get some legal advice so you know where you stand before you start making promises and keep your business to yourself. Remember, you have a new relationship with your ex partner now. Your new relationship is one of business, it is the business of co parenting little people and it is the business of negotiating an outcome for your property settlement so that you two can move forward separately. If you want to be clever and strategic, Follow my list of do's and don'ts. Okay, let's get started. Number one, down to business. Do be businesslike when you're dealing with your ex-partner. So what I mean by this is if you were in a business uh, relationship with someone, you would be professional and you would be polite. You would not get emotional and heated and all of that kind of thing. You would modify your language and you would be ultra polite. Okay, so that's what you need to be doing. Like I mentioned before, you are now in a different relationship with your ex-partner. You are in the business of dividing your property and negotiating a deal that you can both live with. And if you have children, you are in the business of co-parenting and negotiating best possible outcomes for your children. Your relationship is not a romantic one or that of husband and wife anymore, okay? It has evolved into something else and you need to treat it this way. Can be really, really hard, but you do have to make sure you stay composed. Don't yell, scream, get nasty. This approach is only going to damage your negotiations and it's not gonna get you an outcome in a timely manner. Even if the other person is acting like that, it does not mean that you have to act like that. So the next thing you need to do is you need to be open. So do articulate what you want when it comes to a property settlement and parenting arrangements. It's really constructive to allow your ex-partner to know what it is that you're seeking. If you keep it a secret, it's really hard to negotiate an outcome. I see clients so often when they first attend my office and I say to them, and you know, they might have been separated six months or a year. And I say to them, do you know what your ex-partner is seeking? And I'm often so surprised that so many months after separation, the parties are still unaware of each other's positions. Just be open and talk about it so that you can each know what you want so that you can start negotiating. Number three, remember this, this is so important. The past is behind you. So focus on the future. Don't talk about the relationship you once had and delve into the mistakes you made or they made or how you got to where you are now. Don't play the blame game anymore because that is all in the past. So in Australia, we have a no-fault law and what that means is that the mistakes made during the relationship don't really get taken into account when it comes to spending Um, time with the children or how property is divided. So for example, if your partner's had an affair, it doesn't mean they get less of anything, okay? Um, It's got nothing, it's not hinged on that. So your relationship is in the past. You now have a new relationship with your ex-partner and it's a business-like one where you need and it's your job to negotiate outcomes that are going to shape your future and the future of your children. So it's important that you keep that in mind. When I went through my separation, even though I was incredibly hurt, I made a decision that I was never going to discuss the relationship with my ex-husband again. And I realized that discussing it wasn't going to change anything, right? It was only going to make it harder to negotiate an outcome. So that is a really great tip that you need to live by. Tip number four is honesty is the best policy. Do be factual and always speak the truth. Trying to be sneaky, hiding information or being inaccurate, it just breeds distrust. And it's gonna be really, really hard to get an outcome. You are both obliged to do what I call show and tell, which is to give full disclosure of everything you have, put it on the table, show what you've got, and then you can actually work out um, a property settlement. It is very costly to go to court. And if you're hiding things, it can often lead to one-party filing. So do not do that. Number five is empty threats have no purpose. Don't make empty threats. It's a pointless waste of energy. (laughs) In my law practice, I see people throwing out threat bombs all the time. I'll see you in court. You know, if you don't do X, then I'll do this or... I'll make sure you get nothing or whatever. They're just empty threats. People going through separation make statements to try and gain leverage or control. But honestly, that it does not do that. So don't make empty threats. And if you are getting empty threats thrown at you, take them with a grain of salt, okay? Because a lot of it is fruitless and uneducated anyway. Now, finally, my seventh tip is to not make off the cuff promises. Don't make promises at a whim or without knowing your legal position. If there's any guilt on your part as to why the relationship's ended, or if you're feeling pressure from your ex-partner, it can be really easy to make an off the cuff promise. But honestly, you don't have to answer straight away. You can go away, you can think about it, you can go and get legal advice. You don't have to make an off the cuff promise. If you are being pressured, or a question is pointed at you, all you have to do is say, "Uh, I will have a think about that. Can I please get back to you tomorrow at five o'clock? Or can I please get back to you here? And stick with the promise that you've made that you will get back to them and deal with it. But find out where you stand first or have time to think about it. And another thing, just as a side note, if you do make a promise, Unless it's in consent orders or a binding financial agreement, it is not binding. So you can renege on it. But just remember that when you renege on something that you have said, it can cause a whole lot of problems in your negotiations. So it's really important that you don't make promises that you can't follow through with and that you do take time to ensure that you have thoughtfully considered everything. So those are my tips for today. I'll quickly run back through them. So what to say and what not to say. Remember, it's down to business, professional only. You are to be open about what you want in your negotiations. The past is behind you, so you are focusing on the future. Again, that comes back to being in business. Honesty is the best policy. Empty threats have no purpose here. Remember that. Have open discussions and do not make off the cuff promises. There you go, that is the roundup. I am so glad that you are here and you have tuned in. And until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Collective Podcast, brought to you by collectivefamilylaw.com.au. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave a review. You can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook just by searching for Collective Family Law. And remember, until next time, you have got this.